Hi, everyone. It's David Figueroa here with the Cerebral Palsy and Fitness Podcast. I'm here with Ollie. He has his own YouTube channel. Um, he is a dog lover. And I also believe that you are a gamer. Is that correct? Yes, it is. I, I like the game. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And today we're going to to discuss uh, one of our topics will be mental health and how it's impacted, uh, I guess, each of us uh, personally in a way in our society. And we'll go from there. And I hope uh, this episode will be filled with laughs, you know, with expertise and just all around fun and, and educational. So welcome, Ollie. Hey, David, thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, I guess uh, to start, um, when did you begin doing YouTube? Uh, I started uh, my channel in February of 2022. Um, I was kind of bored. I just wanted to start making videos talking about things that were important to me. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun so far. Um, you know, every time I feel some kind of inspiration, you know, uh, I, I sit down and I kind of make a short video. I like to talk about politics a lot of the times. I talk about mental health. Um, I talk a lot about like uh, young men and, and some of the problems that they face today, some of the things that I see out there. So, so far it's, it's been it's it's just like a it's a hobby and I and I'm enjoying it so far. I got I gotta say, man, I've seen um a few of your episodes and I'm I'm your your stuff is gold. Like you you're very like articulate and you're straight to the point and I like that. Thank you. Th thank you. Um I, I really appreciate that. You know, I uh there's there there are a lot of really great creators on right now. Um and, you know, I've seen some, like, you know, crazy, you know, things, like some really cool, like, uh, edits and some really creative stuff. And, and I just, um, I, I figure, I just, I play to my strengths. I'm very direct. I like to be very to the point. Um, sometimes I'm a little too direct. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but um, thank you. Thank you for watching. I, I've seen your stuff as well. I really, I really like it. Definitely. I think I watched, I think my favorite thing I've seen from yours is the uh, fasting video. Um, I'm, I'm, that's a really, that it, it works. Oh, but thanks, man. I, I truly appreciate it. You know, uh, one of the things that I believe as content creators is we should uh, learn how to focus on um, encouraging each other and I guess work together because we're all on one mission and that mission is to be successful, you know? I agree. I think well, I, I I couldn't agree more. You know, we're all on that same mission together. We're all trying to find success in the thing that we like to do. You know, the thing that makes us happy, the thing that we want to create. And um, a lot of my videos, uh, it seems like lately a lot of the things I talk about are like, you know, there are there are creators out there that do a lot of great things and that create fun content and they have fun. And then there are other people out there that like try to tear other people down. Right. And that's not like a YouTube thing. That's like a people thing. You know. And um. That's like one of the things that, that that's like why when I mentioned, you know, men's issues and stuff, um, there's a lot of people out there that, that like to bully and take advantage. And so, you know, so when you're, when you're telling me that, you know, I'm direct or I'm like this, eh, you're right. You know, I, I am, I try to be, you know, there are some, um, I think that, I think that's been the focus of my channel lately is trying to be um, someone that's like, Hey, that's not, a, that's not okay. You know, stop hurting people, you know, but would you would you consider yourself like in a way like an advocate for some people that are trying to kind of uh get away from the toxicity of of certain 
things that are going on in our society and certain topics uh, discussed, you know, in our, and right now. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I think I, I think I, I think I would consider myself kind of an advocate for, for people that face a lot of toxicity and a lot of like just grossness from other people. Um, I, I don't think like, I think, because I talk a lot of uh, crap. Um, I talk a lot of crap <laughs> in my videos and, and I tweet a lot of just like, I, I look, I mean, if you've seen some of my videos and some of my tweets, I can be very like to the point, almost over the top, but I just, there, there I just, I've seen a lot of just nasty things. Yeah. Yeah. I get you, you know? man. It's terrible. And it's like, I want to be someone that's, that can say, Hey, that could stand up and say no to those nasty things. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No means no, man. It's important. Right. I agree. Yeah. It's, um, it's incredible how, um, a lot of the stuff like you see on social media and, uh, it's funny because we always say, uh, stop making stupid people famous, but unfortunately it still happens even though we try to, uh, discourage it in a way. Right. I agree. I agree. You know, I wish we would stop making super people famous because when people are famous, I'll, you know, people watch them, they look at them and they go, Oh, I want to be like that. I want to do that too. And fame kind of breeds a lot of like, you know, fame brings power, a lot of power to it. And I don't think a lot of people who are famous right now um, are really capable of handling that power. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, man, I don't, man, it's, it's crazy how, um, we let things, uh, things like these slide, but uh, I'm kind of glad there's people like you out there that's kind of out there and just advocating and trying your best to, to, uh, mend the situation or make it less, uh, toxic for everyone, you know? Thank you. You know, I, uh, I just, you know, we all, we're all here together. We all got to share this planet together. Right. You know, and, um, you know, we all, we all, have to, we all have to figure out a way to go to coexist, you know, and, and because we, because I think most of us share, this, you know, similar goals. I think most of us want to live a happy life and do the thing that we love and, and make money at doing the thing that we love and be, you know, just so we can live and feed ourselves and take care of ourselves and all that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, just I, we all we all have to figure out a way to make it work together. You know, and it's funny that we talk about YouTube and like social media, and uh, that's where kind of mental health comes in because nowadays with all this technology, our social medias, uh, people are seeing a lot of things at such a fast rate, and especially you know with kids, um, kids are bound to pick up on things like that, and you know it impacts them tremendously, like what they think, how they act, you know. Uh, what they see it does it does it shapes them like way faster than their parents can do honestly you know um it, it does kids are kids are often like nowadays without like you said like with all the social media and all the things that they see they're 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 exposed to like everything everywhere at once and it's a lot to take in it's like drinking from a fire hose but like it's like drinking from like a million fire hoses you know at the same time yeah Yeah, it's uh, and then it's it's hard to it's hard to stop it, and it's uh, unfortunately it'll keep on growing and growing and growing. But um, I mean, as long as there's there's people out there that are willing to just stand up and say, hey, this isn't right, but we'll do our best. You know, if we come together. I agree. Like, I live with a disability. I've lived with a disability my whole life, and 
I always uh, was very self-conscious of it and I never um, really talked about it. So I was really an adult, you know, because I was worried about how what people would say, how people would react, people would look at me. And I thought to myself, you know what, who, who cares, right? Who cares if you look different? Who cares if you act a certain way? I really like that. I really think that's, you know, it shows how strong you are. Um, because a lot of people couldn't, you know, do that. They couldn't stand up every morning and face that kind of world because there are just people out there that that don't care or that um, see people who are different as other. And it takes a lot of, it takes an incredible amount of strength to, to, to do that, you know. Um, you know, have you have you come across a lot of people that are just that don't accept you? You know, have you dealt with that a lot? Oh yeah, ever since I was a kid and still as an adult, I do uh I I do get some occasional, you know, uh stares and and of course people will say things, but honestly, I I've learned to have when it comes to that two different personalities, so you have I have the one where I talk to kids, you know, I kind of explain to them, hey, I got this, but it's okay. And, you know, there's kids that might go up to me and they'll they'll grab my cane, they'll ask me about my cane. And I'm like, this helps me walk. And I ask them, do you want to try and see how I walk and maybe experience a little bit? And so they're like, yeah. And they'll walk around for a few seconds. Some of them are like, man, this is really hard. And then I got some of them that are like, man, this is really cool. Like, you know, how did you get this? And, and then they'll cool with me. So, and when it comes to adults, however, They'll like try to shield their kid. They'll try to hide them. They'll try to like not, you know, ask like questions or they'll be very ignorant. And it's like, it's like, excuse me, but I I'm fine. I can explain to you what I have. But if you're going to act all ignorant, then that's you. That's just you lo looking, looking horrible, you know? Yeah, I can, I could, I couldn't agree more. That I don't, I don't understand that. You know, kids are, kids are always always like way more just understanding of everything you know i don't know what happens like i don't know what where the age is like when like when a kid stops being a kid and then just becomes an adult and then they're like no my brain is shut up forever no more new ideas no more seeing new things you know um now kids are kids are amazing that way and I, and I think it's really incredible that you take the time to actually talk with them and like teach them because in my opinion some of these parents just they kind of just gave up with their kids especially these younger parents and instead of actually teaching them how to be how to function in society and how to be compassionate and how to, you know, treat all people according to their character. A lot of these parents just like give them an iPad, you know, and say, okay, this, this, this is just, this is, you know, this is going to raise you while mom and I are working, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, that's my opinion. Yeah. Like I get it's, it's baffles me because I've worked with kids for, for years and I've met parents that are horrible. And then I meet their kid and I'm like, I'm like, damn, like, how is your parents so shit? But you act really, like, friendly and cordial towards people, towards other peers and towards me and everybody else. I'm like, that's, and then I feel hor I feel terrible for the kid because the kid lives in an environment that's so, that's so toxic, yet when they're at school, it's all wonderful for them. And they're, they're wonderful to other people. I agree. Some of these, sometimes for these kids, like, school and like their activities and stuff or like after school activities it's like an escape from just all that negativity and toxicity you know um that's that i can't that that's difficult you know because like 
you have, you know, it, forgive me if I'm being, you know, if I'm being too direct or anything, but you yeah. have CP, but, but you're not like, yeah. you know, th but there's nothing wrong with you. Like, you're not a bad person. You're not different. And it, exactly. you, know what I mean. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't get people who are like, my kids are mostly always innocent, you know, they're open-minded, they're still having fun. But then when they're back at home with, in these toxic environments, it's like they forget all that, you know, and it's, it's just, it's, it's challenging. Yeah, it's, it's challenging, but um, I'm kind of glad that I'm there to kind of advocate for that and to be a face and to be kind of like a safe haven for, for those that need it. I think I think that's, that takes way more patience than I than I have. I do not have patience to teach to teach kids, so I'm I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of in awe, honestly, because like I like I like kids, you know, I I do, I I coach, you know, youth sports, um, uh, but it's different when you're out, you know, it's different. I don't have the I don't know if I have the patience to sit down and like handle kids like that, you know. Uh yeah, I used to be I used to before I did uh youth advocacy, I used to um be a uh i served in this program for for the city i live in americorps they actually uh i was a team lead for about three years uh served locally and i used to uh, manage a staff of about four or five members and trust me when i say this but working with adults is probably the worst thing uh ever because uh they act worse than the kids sometimes really no way i mean I, yeah what, what was that like Oh, it was interesting because of course, I don't know if you know what AmeriCorps is, but it's there's federal, state, local, and, and national, which is like people travel to help in disaster areas, you know, across the world, across the globe. In my instance, I only focus uh, locally, which is like the city, uh, the city government, or this, you know, the town, and in the schools and in the community. So I would actually help with academics. And then I would also hope in the community, like with the food banks and the homeless coalition and things like that. And it was awesome being able to serve for four years. Wow, that's incredible. What, what was your favorite part of um of that experience? I would say working working with the kids for the most part, seeing them, you know, really succeed and 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 flourish in the classroom. What subject you said you um you like, you know, helped like teach certain subjects and everything. What 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 did you teach? So it was mostly uh, reading, you know, language arts. Awesome, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good at that. But when it comes to math, no, forget forget it. Yeah, I don't think math is uh, most kids' favorite subjects anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember all my cool teachers. I think were um were uh all like like reading teachers, English teachers, you know, all the all the arts teachers. I don't remember having any cool math teachers. Yeah, it's a, it's it's one of those things, you know. And then you always have that one teacher you're like always look up to, that you still uh kind of uh remember fondly to this day. Like, mine was um my science teacher back in high school. Like, he was he was cool. Do you still um do you still keep in touch with her? Oh, with with him, I still keep in touch with him. He he's a guy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I still keep in touch with them all the time. Like I do a teaching day every year for the for the for their for the school system. I go and share my my um my testimony and my motivational speaking with them every year. I tell them my story and uh, inspire the next generation. How did how did you get into um 
how did you get into speaking? Well, it started, uh, let's see, it's my fifth year now. So I, I spent years, uh, you know, trying to think about ways to how to go about it. I had people say, hey, you should you should do it. You should uh, write a book. You should go into motivational speaking. And I would always tell myself, you know what? I don't think I'm cut out for it. I think people won't really listen. Um, I struggle with my uh, self-esteem and then um, also with, uh, you know, I was, I used to be really shy, so I wasn't really much of a talker. So I was very antisocial. And then uh one day out of the blue, I'm like, you know, let's give it a shot and see if it works out. And turn and lo and behold, my first appearance was uh, at my old university, uh, Un University of Central Florida. Um, spoke with a crowd of about ten people in the room. Um, I was a mess, and I thought to myself, if it goes well, it does. If not, then it's okay. And it went well, and here we are, five years later. Yeah. Five years later, I saw you trying to um, you're trying to get into the uh, TED Talks. Oh yeah, that's I've been trying to do that for years, and it's super difficult. I, I hope well, I hope you end up you know uh, getting you know getting in with them. I would definitely uh, I'd love to see that. I, I know they could, I know they could use a, a speaker, you know, like you that has that kind of expertise and has been spent so much time giving back to children and everything. I I love it, man. You know, I I enjoy it as long as I can make people smile and say hey you know if he, he's overcome all this all these obstacles i can do it too i think that's incredible i i think that's you know where that's kind of like um i spent some time in the military and resiliency is uh it, it's a huge thing you know it's 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 something that they do teach quite a bit but that not everybody really picks up on because it's, it's hard to teach that it's hard to teach people to be resilient um it's hard. You know, sometimes life throws a million things at you and you're just like, what, you know, what is happening? You know, what's the point? Why do I keep going? Um, but you just got to hunt for the good stuff, you know? Um, so I think that's incredible. I think that's a, I, I'm a huge, you know, I'm really, really big into resiliency. That's, that's, I think that's like one of the most important things somebody can have. If you have that, you can do anything. Exactly, man. And, and, you know, not only have I done all this, but, um, I've spoken about, you know, the time that I've been, uh, I was a three-sport athlete. I won three state championships in the state of Florida consecutively back in the early 2000s. Um, I was the best in the state uh, in cycling. And I did football for about four, for about two years in high school. And I did baseball for about 10 years as a catcher and, and second baseman. And all this with this disability. And I still keep active to this day, physically. Wow. Yeah. Which are, um, that's that. Wow, three sports you said? Three sports? Yep. What was, what was your what was your favorite out of all out of all three of them? Cycling. Cycling. Yep. That was my. Now, that was, how, uh, did you race or how does that work? I I actually raced. I um I I race. Uh, I would race locally, and then I would have to beat several other competitors to make it to uh to regionals, and then. Oh, uh sent to state and i would and i did i did that three years in a row all three years and uh you know nobody could beat me at all i was i was just dominating that's awesome that's awesome that was a time when when they were they were they would compare me as the uh, miniature lance armstrong and and forgive me for saying this but i used to be a fan of his and so i found out about the scandal and that after that i was like 
I can't idolize that man anymore. Yeah, you know, I yeah, like, I I kind of I was let down, but I'm always let down when uh, when athletes get caught doing that kind of thing. You know, um, I can imagine that you, know, you were like you dominated in that sport, and then to find out like that that the best in the world uh, was basically cheating, like that sucks. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah, you yeah, you know, it's uh, but it's funny because if you look into sports nowadays, um, regardless of all like doping agencies and stuff. It seems like it still slips through the cracks. Like no matter what you do, uh, athletes are still gonna find a way to enhance your performance. Yeah, they are. That was a huge. They are. I, I don't know how they slip through the, cra the cracks. It makes you wonder if, if there are just if there are people like in, within those organizations that tend to look the other way for certain things. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Um, do, do you remember a few years ago? I think it was a few years ago. It was that. I think it was that Russian figure skater. But, you know, uh, she was dominating. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking that. about. I just can't remember the name. Do you remember the name and of her? I don't. No, I don't. But she got caught for, like, I think she was doping, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then the whole country of Russia was basically uh, banned, weren't they? Or they, they? I don't think they were. I think they were just, like, giving a slap on the wrist, right? Yeah, I, th I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. What a what a weird world we live in sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah, all, all, the, all this... Uh craziness and um it's it's funny that now we live in this kind of uh society where um even though they're putting a lot of like baseball players and, and other athletes in the hall of fame um they and for example like barry bonds and jerry mcguire and mark mcguire and roger clemens they were they were all great athletes despite using steroids but people still shun them i mean it's not like they they committed a, a a huge like crime. They just use a performance enhancer. I mean, with without those performance enhancers, they're still the best in the world. Like there are still like they they still made it, you know, to play professionally because they're they're just better. You know, they're better players. They've been they're they're they're, you know, I mean, they, they, I I'm not giving a pass to anybody that you yeah. know, cheats or anything for yeah, exactly. But even with, with and my, my point is, I don't think they even really needed them. They didn't have to do that stuff. They were already the best. Yeah, it's just, I guess, uh, the fame and getting caught up in it just said, hey, you know, let's, why don't we try this? And make, that's going to make yeah. even 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 more better. And it's like, it just makes True. things worse, you know? That kind of, I'm sure, yeah. You know, you're, like you said, yep, the money, the fame. Hey, try this thing, do this. And before, you know, before you know it, you know, decades go by and they've done all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, it's weird how, yeah. Yeah, but at least now, you know, we know uh, that uh, that there are things being done, but honestly, it'll never, it'll never uh, get better. They'll always be there. Steroids always be there. I agree. There, you know, people always find a way to give themselves that competitive advantage, you know. What do you think about the, uh, that track star that was, um, she was, I think she was like banned from performing. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, dang, I forget her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, honest, honestly, um, you know, if you got caught, you got caught. You, you have to admit it, and then you have to just uh, accept responsibility and just bounce back. That's all you can do. You know. I agree. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She got caught. You know, it's it's one of those things that. I... 
I don't judge people, you know, who do that. If, if they want to do that, that's not the, you know, I mean, there are worse things you, somebody could do, you know, um, as far as like substances are concerned. And, and, it's, and, and, you know, it's been it's more widely accepted now, you know, versus 20 years ago. Um, but in, in those situations where like the, where like the organizations and like the bureaucracy of like professional sports, especially at, at the Olympic level, where the rules are kind of pretty much, they're ironclad. They don't really change that often, you know, unless like a few decades go by, you know. So I agree, you know, she just had to, she just has to bounce back and kind of move on. There's really not, nothing else that she can do about that. Yeah, and like um, I know, I know during the duration of my my um my time as an athlete, um, I never um used anything. Uh, I was never accused of anything. Um, I know that's uh, you know, I know that for for me in my instance, as far as my cerebral palsy, um, it is available for for me for for medical purposes. But I I refuse to not, I refuse to to not put any of that in my body because you know i'm just not a not a fan of it i i i think that's awesome honestly i think uh i mean really at the end of the day like we don't really know what that stuff does to our bodies long term you know there are there are you know people a lot of it's experimental a lot of it's you know there's unless it's like medically approved and it's different but i i i like that you made that choice not to do it i think it's awesome yeah, I mean, you have to take care of yourself and know that uh, whether and going natural is the best way. And if you have to work harder to get to your results, and so be it. I agree. It makes it more fun, right? It makes it more challenging. <laughs> That's right, man. Hey, so so um, I wanted to, to ask you, did you ever sure. do any sports yourself? Uh, no, actually, I... Uh... I was kind of a bookworm in high school. I, I got myself into like, like medium distance running just to, just for fun. Like I would go off for a, a couple of runs, like when I was like a junior or senior in high school. Um, and then in college I got more into working out, but I didn't really, I didn't really get into like, like I'm pretty obsessive like today about my fitness. I didn't do that until I, um, until I joined the military. Um, because I was like, I, I went in, I went in, um, with like people that were 17, 18 younger than me. And, um, and these kids were just like just incredible athletes. So they played sports all throughout high school. So they already kind of, their bodies were used to that kind of physical activity. So I had to play catch up. Um, I didn't really know anything about dieting and exercising either. So like a lot of it was just like, I made a lot of mistakes. Like I got, I got in really, really good shape a couple of times. And then like I lost it and I didn't work out and I gained weight. But now, you know, fast forward, you know, years later, you know, I made enough mistakes with it to figure out what works <laughs> for my body and to figure out what doesn't work. So, um, no sports, but, you know, as a former, uh, somebody in the military, um, it, uh, I learned that way, the hard way. <laughs> that, that's good, man. I mean, uh, as long as you, uh, try and do your best to stick by it and actually enjoy it, that's what really matters. I agree. I, I I love it. It's fun. Um, I I love working out. Um, even on even on days where like I don't want to go, um, I I'm always happy that I end up doing something. You know, even if it's something small. Hey, walking your dog is a work. Walking your dogs are a workout. <laughs> I I completely no kidding. I completely especially especially like if, especially um, 
one of our one of ours is a puppy so uh, she has a lot of energy so it's like it is a workout it's a crazy workout with her Yeah, I mean, you know, anything you could do to get your your uh your time in. i agree well, um, what kind of what's your like what kind of like workouts do you like to do I usually um I like to uh run in the mornings usually and I do a lot of uh resistance band training. Um I work on uh push-ups. Mostly all my workouts are body weight. So I, I don't really use any machines. Bodyweight stuff's the best, honestly. That really is. You know, because uh, machi ma machines are mach – I, I do – when it comes to machines, I just do maybe – when I go do the bench press, then I'll have somebody behind me, and I'll do uh the bench press, and I do about 120, 130 pounds. And most people, most people, like, usually stop and, like, stare because I've never seen anybody with uh, my disability kind of do something like that physically because they're, like – they're. They, when they look at me, they don't think I'm 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 that strong, but I'm I'm like you know over the years since I've done it for seventeen years, uh, I'm pretty powerful, you know. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, is it weird like when people you know when people stare, or are you just or do you kind of like showing off? Uh, it's 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 weird, and sometimes I'll be like you know I'll say hey and and. I'll invite them over because they'll have questions, and I've had picture. I've had people stop me in the middle of my workout just for a picture, or an autograph. Wow. Okay. Oh, really? Literally, wow. like, yeah, like they've seen my they've seen my channel, or if they listen to my podcast, they're like, "Man, we we love your stuff," and then uh, you know, That's can awesome. we take a picture? Yeah, because they reckon really they're cool. yeah, and it's awesome. I mean, it's a start to uh, letting people see a whole different side of me that you know, hey, I, I might be a. Uh, physically disabled but i can do all these things and if you uh if you watch these other people that i have on my channel you can also see them that they're successful too yeah well, um who's been like your you know your i don't want to take the questions away from you um uh but who's been like your favorite guest to have on your channel Whew, that's a tough question that's a tough cookie um i could say out of all of them I'd have to say Gregory Gregory Iron. He's a professional wrestler with Sarah Palsy. Mm -hmm. The only the only one the only one wrestler in the world with CP, um, and he's he's actually um worked with uh Stone Cold Steve Austin, CM Punk, uh Johnny Gargano, uh yeah he's 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 uh he's wrestled with a, uh with a, a lot of different opponents around the world. He's had tryouts at WWE Impact Wrestling, um. And that happened. That actually happened on my thirtieth. On my, I think on my thirtieth birthday, he had, a friend of mine had a cameo made from him. He sent it to me, and he said, "Hey, man, I heard about your podcast, and I want to be on your show." And on the same day of my birthday, I got to interview him. Wow, that's that's awesome. And that was a pretty surreal experience. That's 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 incredible. on your birthday too. On my birthday too. That's that's like a that's that's a great birthday present. That's an awesome birthday present. That's really cool. Yeah, and that really that really helped. Um, you know, as far as getting getting, not just myself out there, but his story out there, and also we were we've been able to collaborate on several conferences because we've spoken at several conferences, uh, you know, virtually, and we've done several events together. So now we're now we're good buddies. That's awesome. Hell yeah. What, what kind of uh, like what kind of conferences?
Um, I've done a, I've done uh some of, on adaptive fitness. So I did one two years ago, just talking about how I, how I do my workout routine, how fitness changed my life, and uh, talked a little bit about what what CPI have and uh, a bit about my journey. And okay. then I did one on the Spina Bifida Resource Network, and that one I actually did a an entire workout thirty minute workout routine with people in in wheelchairs. And I got oh, to wow. teach them different workout techniques that they could do while sitting down. So that way they could stay fit. That's that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, man. It's it's uh it's a good feeling when you get to uh make a difference any way that you can. Yeah, real no kidding. I I'm sure that's a yeah, you know, it's 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 good that you're doing that. You know, it, it really I I think it really helps, you know find purpose when you're like when you're out there helping people you know and you're out there changing lives that's um i think that's kind of the goal with my channel it's weird because like i i started like i i don't have like a fancy setup or anything i just like i have my phone like my, my and i just i make my videos on my phone and i upload them you know like when, like i said like when i feel inspired and i feel like oh i see something that i want to talk about and um i think that's kind of my goal um i i'm a big believer in like making young men better and and having them do better and i think there's a huge problem with young men nowadays and yeah i think I, I think there's a lot of isolation and there's a lot of anger and i think social media doesn't help too and and i think that's one of my goals as I, I basically want young men to do better um because you know young men are a part of this world and they impact this world and it's just it's uh, they it's just it's tough because there's a lot of pressure i think i think there's a lot of pressure to be a a young man nowadays with all this exposure to everything that they see every you know every day it, it is because um i know for a fact that i work with um i work with pretty much all boys and i've had a few that uh will come out and tell me hey i'm, I'm i i i struggle with my my you know i struggle with my anger and this was just recently like i have two that struggle with anger and then i had one that's like that won't admit it. And eventually he did. And I'm like, you know, you know, it's okay that, uh, that you get help, but it, it's up to you to want, want help. You know, I can't just get I, help for you. I completely agree. I, I couldn't agree more. It is. It, I think wanting help is, is an amazing thing. It shows that, you know, that, that person's mature enough. They, they're trying to look inside. They want to grow. But at the end of the day, like they have to want, they have to want to make those changes on their own. You know, because we're all, we're like we're all here together, but we're all kind of doing our own journey at the same time. It's like a it's like a fine line. Yeah, like I've had um, I've had a few that have that try to shield uh, that, that cover themselves and they start crying, and I'm like, it's okay, man. You can cry in front of me. It's it's a part of life, and it's okay to show emotion. I know that uh, depending on where you grew up in the environment, there might be times where the 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 male figure or the female figure might say, "Hey, it's it's not right to show emotion. You got to be manly. You got to be macho." Well, well, in my case, that's not how uh, kids deal with emotion. You got to let them, you know, process it and let it out. I I couldn't agree more. I was I grew up in that environment where it was like where like one parent was, hey, it's okay to be in touch with your emotions, being sensitive is okay. And then I had another parental figure be like, no, that's not okay. Men don't do that. And I felt, I felt, I mean, I, I still feel it as an adult. I still feel that, that like that pressure not to show emotions because emotions for men have, have been labeled as like, 
you're weak if you show emotion. And I, I don't agree with that. I think if you're a man and you're like out of control of your emotions and you're, and you're just like, I, I like, again, I, I'm only speaking from my experience. So just, just from, you know, my point of view, I think there's a fine line. If, if you're a guy and you're not expressing any of your emotions and you're bottling everything up, it's like, that's no, no. Like you're just like a ticking, you know, <laughs> you're like a, a human ticking time bomb. Right. But then right. if you're like on the other side of the spectrum and you're just like always with your emotions, well then that's not okay too. You know, <laughs> there's like a fine line. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where, um, you have to be, you have to be mindful and be really careful about, crossing certain lines and boundaries you know i agree yeah i agree you know i i think men as men i think we're and again i i'm just speaking from my you know my point of view but uh, i think as men we uh we i think we're responsible to to be protectors and to be decent to each other and also to people who are not men, right you know exactly exactly but like not like we, we don't but like we don't all need to be on this holy mission together like it's not you know like <laughs> I, I make it i make it sound like it's like we all gotta men need to do this it doesn't have to be that right. serious but like it has but like you know but we gotta kind of get our crap together a little bit i mean what you're, you're saying it from uh different perspectives you know that things that we could kind of uh come together uh in a sense you know several there i guess uh different topics or different things that we could probably find in common is where we can get together you know in a sense i completely agree we finding common ground finding the things that we share exactly and then, and then building communities off of that because we because all of us like you like you and me right you have you have strengths that i don't have and i have strengths that you don't have and that's what makes yes people coming together so great because we can like as people as a community, we can fill we can fill the gaps in with each other, and that's how we create stronger communities. Yeah, and the the thing is, um, what I try to what I try to teach uh, my boys is, um, cri criticism is not all all bad. Um, what makes it bad is if they they just feed you negativity all the time. But if you if you listen and say stop and and think for a minute. Wait a minute. He he's trying to give me ideas to help better myself. It's not bad. Now it's it's not bad to try. And however, I don't push anything on anybody. I'm like, if you want to try it, try it. If not, that's okay. And it's whatever you do to feel comfortable. I agree. You know, I I uh, I agree with that. Criticism isn't a bad thing. Um, I think it's. I I think um maybe I don't know. Maybe it's uh maybe this current generation, like this younger generation is a little bit worse at taking criticism than maybe we were when we were kids and when we were younger. Um, but no, criticism is not a bad thing. I mean, it, it, you know, if you're trying to help somebody and you're saying, hey, you're doing this thing and it's working, but then there's this other thing that's not working. Let's try to focus on that. That's how we learn together. Um, yeah, right. I, I, I completely agree. Uh, you know, you know, uh, but it's, it's uh, the fact that we're here today and, and both of us are trying to make a difference as well as possible. That's what makes uh the journey and, and our and our time worth it. I agree, you know. Um I lately I've been thinking a lot about I mean I I mean I so lately I've been thinking a lot about um none of us make it out of this alive, right? At the end of the day, you know, we, we at some point a lot of us just like wake up, we're like, we're here, we're here doing our thing. And at some point, we, we don't make it out alive. And if you can, 
if you if you have something that you like to do that you love talking about that you like to share with other people, um, go for it. I think that's I, I didn't do that for a long time, and I just started doing that, and it's been it feels like a game changer. It feels like a new life, you know, um, because other you know otherwise like what's you know, what's the point? You know what's the point? Not that you get too dark or anything. Exactly, man, and um, you just gotta you just gotta keep at it. And I know you're gonna get some some naysayers. You're gonna get some heat. Uh, you'll get some positivity. But at the end of the day, as long as you enjoy it, and and there's people around you that support you, that's what matters. I agree. That's a huge thing too. Um, having people that support you. That's um, I I I tried for a long time to do the whole like lone wolf thing, and uh, that does not work. Don't do the lone wolf <laughs> thing. That's not yeah a good idea. yeah i could i could agree with you more on that it's it's tough being a being a lone wolf it's better to have um support around you <laughs> uh any way that you can uh so all it kind of um kind of shift uh have you seen uh black adam yet what do you think about it i haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really, really excited. Um, I love all those movies. Like I, I, I'm, I'm a huge comic book like movie fan. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I've seen like reviews and people are kind of mixed about it. I'm like, until I see it, I'm not going to go by what people say, you know? Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I don't want to. I don't want them to spoil it or like to give me some expectation. You know, until I see it, you know that you know then I'll be able to form my own opinion on it. And it's funny because I heard the director of the movie is like upset because The Rock leaked like some stuff about it. Really? Oh, huh? Yeah. Like, so I, I was surprised. I'm like, well, it's it's the Rock, you know. It's it's kind of his movie, so yeah, it kind of is. I mean, he's been hyping it up this whole time. It's it, yeah. ever since we got ever since we found out it was coming out, it's been it's pretty much his movie, honestly. But um, I mean, the movies are great. It's and the Rock's an okay actor. I just wish they would put him in better roles. You know, I I've heard that before. Um, I agree with you. I think uh, he. I feel like he's always in the same role. Like he's always in like in like a a t shirt in the middle of the forest. You know, like doing some kind of like jungle themed role. Like he was in Jumanji's. He was in the the Rampage movie. I think he can act, but he needs better. He needs better movies. Like better roles. Yeah. 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 Be better roles, man. Like, and then, um, I mean, the whole, the whole fast series was, uh, was, was kind of, eh, you know, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, after Tokyo Drift, I was like, uh, you know, this is too much. They kind of went bigger and but like, like they kind of went like um more over the top every like after every fast movie came out. Like it was like it went from racing to like this like larger than life like action packed thing. Yeah, and then you you keep adding these actors and random people that you're like, who is this guy and what is his purpose in the film? Yeah, they did. They kept adding new people. Didn't they add like well they put the rock in there? Didn't they add John Cena? Was he in one of the later ones? Yeah, he was in 10, I think, the last one that they had. Okay. And then didn't they put Jason Statham in there too? Yeah, and and uh No, that was Bruce Willis. I was about to say uh Jesus Statham Okay. was the one that got that lost his memory, but it's a, it was a uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, Oh wow. you <laughs> know. Yeah, cuz he suffered from dementia, so now he can't
he had to retire. Uh, yeah, they put Jason oh. Statham in there, and yeah. uh, honestly, they need to stop making movies. They need to. They they need to stop making those fast movies. Yeah, like they they're ten is enough. We don't need twenty or thirty or forty. I agree. I, I think we've had a lot of the fast franchise. So I think it's I think it's time to do a new thing. You know, but they don't they have like twenty different uh, James Bond movies. Like they have a lot of those, right? Do they? Do they? And I know MC. I know the uh, uh, MCU does too. MCU, they got a lot. I I, I love the Marvel movies, so I, I'm very biased about those. But uh, but yeah, they got a lot of those, and, and all those TV shows now too. It's hard to keep up with all of them. Yeah, it's it's uh it's crazy because it's like, so and then you find yourself thinking, what do I need to watch first to get caught up with this and with that, and who's this and who's that, and you're like, dang, I don't I don't know where to start, <laughs> right? No, I agree. I I was trying to get somebody. I'm I'm trying to get somebody uh close to me like into that stuff, and I'm like, okay, we got to start here. And there's like 20 movies we got to watch. And then there's like six different TV shows and all this kind of stuff. And then as I was describing it to them, I was like, oh, I said, this sounds like a lot of homework. <laughs> Let's just watch something else. Yeah, this sounds like you could just, you just have to sit, sit and hopefully they'll pay you to watch all those movies. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, man. Uh, what about, um, I know you're a gamer, so what what are you into? Um, I, uh, so I have an Xbox and a PlayStation, but I play mostly on my, on Xbox. Um, I was playing, um, Far Cry 5 yesterday. Um, I played Far Cry 6. I, I love those games. Um, have you, have you played, have you played those before? I've heard of them, but, uh, and I've seen them, but I've never really played them. Um, I play a lot of like, uh, you know, adventure games. Uh, I was playing Ghost Recon recently. I, I, I think that's a cool one. Um, uh, I like horror games. I was playing. Uh, I downloaded Amnesia yesterday, so I'm gonna. I'll probably get to that today or tomorrow. Um, I don't game as much as I used to, but um, I do love. I, I love playing. I played Spider Man on PS4. I love Spider Man. Oh uh, yeah, Spider Man. You can't. You can't go wrong with that. Like my brother, yeah. he he uh, he dressed up as Miles Morales for his uh, for his gender reveal party. For his, uh, he has he's having a girl. I found out yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to be a first time uncle, man. Yeah, be a first time uncle. That's awesome. And, and he dressed up as Miles Morales. That's that's really cool. Yeah, he he got he even got the limited edition shoes that came out. No way. Yeah, he wow. has them. He he said they still run for like a good grand online. Wow. Like what are they? Are they like what are they like Nike, Adidas? I I, I didn't know they were shoes. That's really cool. They're, uh, I think they were Nikes, and they have like the little web design around them, and they're red, wow. and you, they could, they're like holographic almost. <laughs> Those are pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, no way, that's pretty sick. And he had the whole outfit, you know, the most marvelous outfit he wore it. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I'm excited, man. Like, uh, I gotta go back and start playing, uh, playing the games, you know, Spider Man games, like I used to when I was a kid. Yeah, the Spider-Man PS4 was a lot of fun. Um, the Miles Morales one that they released after that was awesome too. Um, it was cool playing with him, and it, it, that was like a completely different experience. Like it was really well written, and like, and it was like it was like watching. A, I I saw these games like especially like the the two recent like Spider-Man games and stuff. It's like watching a full movie, like a Spider-Man movie. It's it's incredible. 
Yeah, um, I know that right now it's like super difficult to get like the five, the five now, the PS Five. Like you can't get it anywhere unless you go online, like eBay, and get it because scalpers are out there copping them. They are, and they're and they're and they're reselling them for like you know two hundred dollars more than what they actually retail for. So I hope they make more of them. I'm, I'm, you know, because that's I don't want to pay all that money for for a PlayStation Five. You know, um, that's just it's crazy. Yeah, for right now, I just um, I do a lot of I do a lot of PC gaming. So I have uh, my my uh, my brother actually he passed down to me his old Razer Blade. All he did was upgrade the memory, the RAM, and I got put up a good webcam and a good monitor in the back. So I have a second monitor as well. That's awesome. Um, how long have you been PC gaming for? I'd say for like six months, almost a year. Cool, cool, cool. Do you uh like do you you know do you uh there's a lot there's so many awesome games on Steam that that I don't get access to because I don't I don't PC game as much. But um, have you been on? Do you have Steam and everything? Have I been on what? Uh, have you been on Steam? There's a lot of really cool. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, games. yeah, yeah. I have been on Steam. Like um, right now I was just playing uh Lost Ark, which my brother recommended. That's a that's a really good RPG game. It's it's really cool. What is that one about? Um, it's basically. Did you ever play uh, RuneScape when you were younger? And I uh, know I didn't, but I but I heard I've heard of it. Yeah, it's very um, it's it's like it's like that. Like you go through uh several uh different missions, and you you fight several bosses until you get like to the very top, and then you open up different areas. It's like it's almost like an open world that you can go through everywhere and navigate it and what kind of like what kind of enemies can you fight that sounds like that sounds like, like a lot of fun well what kind of enemies can you fight there it's like um it's like you know you know you have like these big like cyclop monsters and you're, you're like you're like a it's almost like the medieval times and dragons that's awesome that's really cool kind of like um have you have you played uh like skyrim or like that before Skyrim? No, I haven't played that, so I gotta check that one out. Oh, um, like Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Uh, oh, Skyrim. Uh, yeah, I, I played a little bit. I actually like it. Okay, so it's kind of like that medieval time, like like Knights of the Round Table kind of, and that's really cool. Yeah, man. I wish I wish I could make uh more games like that, you know, available. I mean, eventually they will. Pretty sure. I'm sure they will. Yeah. What um what other what other, what other kind of movies do you like? I was big a big fan of the Star Wars Star Wars movies. I'm a Star Wars fan myself. Oh, of course, the Force is strong with this one. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, even though the last few movies have been kind, of, the last few that are spin the spinoffs weren't that good at all. Yeah, that's I I heard people weren't a big fan of this. I mean, I thought they were kind of fun, you know, but it was it was definitely wasn't like the originals. I thought I thought the originals were were way better, like that, like you know, like the with. You know, Mark Hamill with Skywalker and everything, but I mean they were cool. It was like more, you know, for more modern audiences and everything, and it was kind of cool to see like the Emperor come back in the in that latest one. But um, you know, there's I mean the special effects obviously were just were were unreal just because it's you know it's their modern times. But yeah, like I saw the the last film the last film I saw, um, 
I'm still really confused as a, that cliffhanger with Obi Wan and how he was left like he was just standing there, no dialogue. And I'm like, dude, you got paid what, like three, four million just to sit there and stand and look at, look at off into space. And then now we're gonna think about what's gonna happen there right now. Yeah, no kidding. That's uh, that 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 must have been a really easy paycheck that day. <laughs> yeah, like now, now the question is. Yeah. Is is Ray like is she gonna go rogue and like or is she gonna stay in the in the, in the uh you know with the force in the next film? That that's gonna be interesting to see. Do do you know if they're making it? Have you heard about if they're making a new one? They're they they I mean considering that they had a cliffhanger, they might have to. They kinda yeah, they they it, they kinda have to bring her back and do more. I'd see it. I can't wait. If they do that, I'd I'd see it in a heartbeat. Yeah, like I, I went the day it came out, you know, when they had the, uh, you know, on on release day. Did you, uh, have you ever like, have you ever gone there and like on the release days and like dressed up as a character that you like? Have you, oh, have I have. Ever done that before? I've never done that, but I have to. I have to. I heard it's fun. Yeah, I've always wanted to go like to one of those Comic Con things and like dress up as like one of my favorite characters. That I've always wanted to do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do that. At some point soon. Yeah, go have fun and enjoy yourself and find yourself common ground with people that you uh that they like the same things as you do. What's your um what so what what do you like to do for fun? Me, I, I like to uh I'm a big gamer. Um I like working out. I like to uh you know, I'm a big uh I like being outdoors too, I like spending time outdoors, um hanging out with friends. Uh, I love sports, so I always, you know, watching football, basketball, baseball, uh, playing it if I get the chance. What are, your, what are your favorite teams? Well, I would say NBA would be like Miami, like Miami Heat. Uh, NFL is the New England Patriots, which they're not doing so well right now. Oh, you're um, a uh, Yeah, I'm a Pets fan myself, yeah. Cool, me too. Me yeah, too, uh... and, yeah, they're not doing so good right now. They're doing horrible. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they yeah, they're uh they're they're struggling. It's been I think it's it's been downhill ever since they uh Brady. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but he's... he's in Tampa Bay now, so you know. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's being I, I gotta tell people I gotta tell people this, but Brady's yeah. becoming a little bit more he's becoming a bit of a crypt a bit of a uh kryptonite or polarizing because he's ever since that situation with uh Giselle. With him and Giselle yeah. divorcing, he's going downhill. Yeah. Like mentally, he's not the same as he once was, or physically. Like it's affecting him on the football field. It, it is. It's it's weird because it's it's almost like he had like over twenty years of being a solid player, and then all of a sudden he's going through all the stuff that like that you would see like a rookie quarterback go through, like all like the mental health stuff, like the bad marriage, like all that. Like like you know how a lot of players are like really really hot for like a year or two. And then something really crazy happens or a series of events happen and they kind of fall off for maybe a season or two. I feel like he's kind of experiencing that, but like he's already put in 20 years of amazing work. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on with him. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, and this, yeah. And this is like where mental health comes in, you know, like, like we circled around earlier. Uh, yeah. Brady's going through it. He is. He's going through it. I, he's going through it and he needs to figure out a way to like, to, to cap that because he was for the longest time everybody saw him as the kind of like the pinnacle of like he was the pinnacle of discipline you know he practiced balance on and off the field the perfect family the perfect life 
And then now we're seeing like the cracks. And look, if it, look, it's just my opinion. He, the guy won seven Super Bowls. Like, just be with your family, dude. Like, what more can you do? You, yeah. You're already the best. Yeah, there's nothing else. You've done it all. Yeah, he's done it all. I mean, I guess maybe because I didn't play sports as a kid, um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I never played like any, you know, team sports ex- except for being in the military. I guess, I guess it's kind of a team sport, but um, so maybe I don't understand that. But like I said, like he won it all. He, he's already the best in the world. Like, just be with your family. Like, you know, what else is there? Yeah, like the last game he had. Uh... He berated his offensive line. I don't know if you saw that, but that was like, holy crap! Like he just went off on them. He's not that. Yeah, I can't believe that. He's never been that guy. He's never been like. He's always been like very fired up and motivated, but never like outwardly and publicly so like critical against his teammates. I've never. He didn't do that in New England, did he? No, he. The only thing he did was uh, I think he threw a tablet on the ground and he broke it. I was. uh, I remember that. I yeah, that. so that was the only thing he did. Like, but I was like, when I watched it, I was like, holy! And then you heard what he said. I was like, dang, man! Like, you went like too <laughs> he far. Went, yeah, he went in on them. Yeah, so he definitely crossed the line for sure. I'm like, wait till the next drive. They're gonna be like, nope, see ya. I hope they, I hope they, uh, they, yeah, they obliterate you now. I, yeah, that, and that's the that's the thing. I don't know if some of these quarterbacks understand, but like, if your if your line isn't happy with you, like like yeah, their job is to protect you and do it, but they're gonna let blocks go. They're gonna let it go. If your line's not happy with you, you're gonna get like some defenders coming in the in the in the backfield because you piss off your offensive line. Like you gotta, if you're gonna piss off anybody on the team, just piss off your free safety, piss off anybody in the defense as a quarterback, but not your own guys, not your own line. No, no. Here, here's. Now, here's the difference between Tampa Bay, and I'm going to bring in Miami. Yeah. So, Miami, for example, okay. uh, Tua got concussed, not once, but twice. And they did fire the the outside doctor that was in charge of evaluating Tua. But, damn it, man. Like, you, you, your, your offensive line protected you, but and then you're, you're, you're coming in for the game the week after you got concussed. But, damn it, as the offensive line, you should have stood up for him and said, he cannot play in this game. He cannot play in this game. I he agree. He still needs to be out. I completely agree. Because he, he, he could he could be seriously injured. Yeah, yeah, he he they're saying he should retire, but he's not going. He, I don't think he's going to. Some of these players, they don't have like they don't have um the advocates they need. Like some of these guys get really hurt and really banged up and the organization wants so hard to win. They want so hard to keep playing. They, they don't have advocates in the field. You know, they don't. So, so, I mean, it, it's like, it's like these boxers that continue to fight, but they don't like, but they're not necessarily the one that's making that decision. It's their managers. It's the people in their organization, but they're, it, it's, it's risky. You know, I, I don't think some of these players have, have enough protection, you know, because, no. because the organization wants to do they, they want to bleed every ounce of talent they can out of them before it's too late. Yeah, like now, especially with Tua, and you know the discussion was CTE, and CTE is a major, a major yeah. concern right now with the with the hits and you know the the injuries and mm-hmm. and my thing with Tua is I feel like it's gonna end up being like Junior Seau, where Junior Seau had so many hits in his head, eventually he committed suicide yeah. and he killed himself. You know, that broke my heart. That was tough. That that was tough. He, he put in a lot of good years for Miami, 
And um, obviously, he, he I think he had a season or two with New England, but uh, he he was a, he was a legend, you know. He he really was. And then to 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 have it end so tragically like that, it's it's awful. And that's why that's why I always say, you know, whether you're on the football field or you're a regular citizen society, it's uh, if you see somebody something wrong with somebody uh, mentally, um, I feel like it's your responsibility to come out and say, hey, I know you may not want me to advocate for you, but for the sake of how I feel and I feel like you need to be protected, I want to help you and I'll find I'll find resources for you, you know. I agree. I agree. We we need more people that are that are at least exposed to that or, or that are trained to that and that want to be able to do that. Because, you know, some people I mean, we, we need more people that are willing to do that for each other. I, I feel like sometimes in our culture, like as Americans specifically, it's kind of everybody out for themselves. Like once I have mine, you know, everyone else can just be just leave me alone. Like it's very it's a very much like we are very as Americans, it's me, 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 my, my, my. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's bad long term. I think it's driving us apart as 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 as, as a community. Um, we need pe- we need we need more people to be like, hey, are you okay? You know, you need to talk to someone. I got this resource. Do you want to? Are you are you good? We need more of that. For for sure, man. And uh, like I said I've actually um, I've enjoyed our conversation today. Like like really, oh, we we talked about all about all about different things and and um you know, different topics. And I feel like it went really well. I, I do too. I thank you so much for, for having me on. It's, it's, I, I, I had a great time learning with you and talking with you and, and talking trash about Tom Brady. I'm kidding. No, but it, yeah. was, it, was, fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was a blast, man. Like, uh, I hope anybody that, um, listens to this episode can find, uh, you know, there, there's re there are resources out there to resources out there to help you. Um, and it's okay to, uh, express your emotion. Um, you know, we just have to come together and help each other. We do. None of us are fighting this battle alone. You know, we each have things we, you know, we deal with and we're all here together, you know? Well, thank you, man. And and this episode you can find on Spotify, iTunes, uh, YouTube, and any other major podcasting outlets out there. Ollie, appreciate you, my man. Thank you for being on. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you on Twitter. Or I'll just keep just keep in touch, okay? Definitely. And and guys, until next time. <laughs>